0: You're listening to Yale Radio, WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Carl Berg. Carl, thanks so much for talking with me today.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Uh, It's a pleasure, and I I look forward to our conversation.
0: Carl, you're in L.A. now. Um, We're just... I think coming out of the pandemic, it's June 8th. Um, what, what are you involved with right now? What's, what's happening?
1: Well, a, a couple uh, projects. Uh, one, I, I have a new, new uh, gallery space that's that, uh, called Project LA, but it's uh, P-R-J-C-T-L-A, so no files no, um, in the first part of the name. Um, and it's an alternative space in downtown Los Angeles Um, I did have it, you know, uh, uh, as the pandemic opened, but we really couldn't do much. So we did a virtual show back last year and kind of just kept it up for many months. And uh, then as things were becoming better, more people were getting vaccinated, we decided to to make it open by appointment and have a regular schedule. Uh, People make appointments online, go to the gallery website. uh, And so we just did a uh, a new show opened about four or five weeks ago, and uh, we extended the show for another four weeks. So the show's running through um, July 3rd, and it's uh, four L.A. artists. Um, and uh, one is a kind of a duo solo show. And then, actually, there's three L.A. artists, and then there's a uh, an Italian artist uh, who's an older artist that uh, is actually uh, my wife's uh, father, and he's uh, 97 years old and makes terrific work. And uh, and he's actually, you know, been in the, in the Venice Biennale and shows New York, Tokyo. He's in several big collections here in the uh, United States. Uh, and then two other uh, artists that are in the front space, uh, it's Keith uh, Walsh, who I've actually never worked with before, and Kent, Kent Young. Who I also haven't worked with before, but I've known for over 20 years. And they're kind of uh, sort of LA artists of my generation. And then in the back space, I have uh, an artist. Uh, his name is H.K. Zamani. And he's uh, an artist that I showed first almost 30 years ago. So um, we're sort of coming full circle with him. I haven't shown him in a solo show in many years, but this new body of work that he's making is just terrific. And Actually, his show is getting a tremendous response um, and even it's surprising with the pandemic you know that we were not knowing like what kind of how people would react to coming to galleries I think uh, I think you know they're they're eager you know and uh, we have proper you know social distancing and mask requirements and things like that um, and uh, we we did a uh, kind of uh, spread out opening over six hours where we w- were allowing uh, 10 people in every half hour and uh, and yeah it was basically busy throughout the day so it was very nice and uh, so that project uh, is uh, it's a really quite large space, uh, the total square footage is about 7200 square feet and it's located wow. uh, yeah it's big, it's really big in fact at this point two of the rooms were just using kind of, we're remodeling one of them for a video room and and uh, the other one is is mainly storage, and so uh, and the the rooms are also really different, so that's really nice where the front gallery space is sort of the perfect white cube then the the back gallery space um, is more rough, you know, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, this reminds me of the arsenale at the Venice Biennale, because so it has really nice brick and sort of kind of rough high ceilings, and then the very back spaces are are um, actually what I have wanna say the front spaces have such good light that we you know on a day like today in Los Angeles you don't have to turn the lights on they're amazing skylights it's, it's incredible but these back spaces don't have that so I've chosen to make those more like for video projection or, or installations uh, that are with lights or whatever you know so, so just to give it more variety so I think that's... And, and, of, and how
0: did this space come to be? Well, what kind of a space was that? Um, did you well, build listen, yeah, that it, building? Was it altered or was it some kind of a garage? No, it, it,
1: it was a, it was a, a gallery before and, um, um, and then more space came available sort of in the back part and that was a, a, a large studio of an artist. And so now we have sort of there, I, I think the villains actually have two address addresses but they're they're connected so so uh the back space was was more the rough space and then this perfect front space uh also with high ceilings uh is is actually technically in a different address than the back space but you don't know that you enter from the from the main gallery the front and then you know and then pull up doors everywhere and they open up and you just walk through and it's really, really, really nice. And yeah, it's quite large, you know, and and it's a very unique opportunity um, to have something like that in an area where, you know, just like a mile down the street, there's a Soho house, which is a sort of exclusive club. And that, that when they do that, that, that means gentrification, you know, it means that within a few years, you know, artists and galleries will have a hard time being there. So um so yeah that that uh but that that's always how it happens you know it starts with artists and then galleries and then you know fashion stores and coffee shops and then eventually (laughs) a few galleries may remain and then and then they move on to a new area but but downtown has really been incredible you know in terms of its um redevelopment and and some really nice things wonderful restaurants and so uh but I'm I'm happy to be at this space. You know, it's it's um, it's really really nice, and I can do really engaging shows. Uh, and also with the different, like I said, the different kinds of spaces, it allows you to, you know, an artist to tackle like a rougher space. You know, some artists. In fact, the artist that's there right now likes that because his work is quite uh, large and it has kind of a grit, kind of a texture quality that. It almost looks like it's made for the space, and uh, which is really nice. And then the the other artists up front, uh, which there's the main gallery and then a smaller one. Uh, uh, that's more like you know the really nice white walls and you know nice floor and the whole 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 nine yards.
0: And you you talked about this as an alternative space. And by an alternative space, do you mean this the work is not for sale or the work how is do you define that?
1: Yeah, uh, well, the alternative is kind of like a catch-all, you know, it's, I don't want to call it a non-profit because we don't have that, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, uh, you have, that's a legal term, you know, we don't have that, Right, the you know, tax needless. status, right. Yeah, the tax status, but what we have is we have a, a space that kind of what I would say doesn't represent artists, you know, so we do shows and, you know, we hope to sell some work to, you know, to be able to maintain the space and, you know, there's some sponsorship involved. Uh, uh, you know, uh, so that's how we're able to have such a big space. But uh, you know, uh, you know, if, if we can sell some things, great. But it's not like we're—that's our main goal. You know, the main goal I think is—you know—is to do really interesting shows and and to you know also work with kind of uh, historical concepts. That I I've got a couple of those things uh, that I'm working on. Um, meaning uh, to do a few shows uh, that are related to LA's art history. So I'm working on a couple of things. I, I, I can't talk about them yet because I haven't, you know, got commitments yet for them. But it, it would be like artists, you know, from the sort of late 60s, early 70s, and and in a combination that is that I haven't seen before. So. That, that's kind of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of activity in L.A. in that time period in terms of some, some of the major art schools. Uh, there were some really, you know, important artists. And so we're trying to kind of, or I'm trying to, uh, to uh, create a, a an exhibition that sort of uh, combines it in a way that gives it a new look, you know, and, and something that people may not be aware of
0: a kind of recontextualization to, to kind of educate on the, on the history of certain movements um, exactly. within the and kind of West Coast, West Coast uh, scene.
1: Exactly. you know and and, and, and you know, of course, so much has been done on certain artists, but maybe it's a way to find another connection that people aren't familiar with. And so, you know, you, you, you're asking me about the book later, and the book that I'm reading right now is – one of those artists of that period. It's, it's not the artist that I'm uh, planned to show, but it is from that period, and so I'm trying to educate myself some more, you know, of what was going on and uh, and and such. Uh, so at, at, so if I can segue as part of this uh, project um, of of looking back, I'm also doing some. Uh, uh, a kind of a new thing for me. Uh, I, I started doing a little bit of it where I was uh, working on, uh, uh, sort of a pilot, uh, like for television to do, um, interviews with artists and, and, uh, and sorry, that's, <laughs> um, that's okay. That's, that's my wife working on her film. So anyway, so, uh, um, what, what, what it entails is to, to, uh, to reach out, which I've already done with, uh, gallerists, artists, uh, you know, who are important or have been important to the LA art scene. And so I've got something scheduled, uh, not, uh, for next week, I'm kind of starting this uh, project is that I have, um, uh, uh, galleries that I'm going to interview is her name is Rosamund Salson, if you're familiar with her, but sort of in the West Coast, LA, she's like legendary. So she was the first to show like Chris Burden, Mike Kelly, Paul McCarthy, Jason Rhodes, and uh, Richard Jackson. So a whole slew of our artists that now are all at Gagosian and Hauser and you Wirth know, and those kind of galleries. And so she was... Uh, very uh, crucial, you know, uh, to the LA to the LA art scene, you know, starting in the, in the late '60s, '70s, and so uh, what I'm finding is that, you know, there's there's I mean, she's been interviewed before, and she's got a, you know people have done oral histories, you know, uh, projects with her, but I'm trying to to put on video, you know, some of these people that. Um, you know, that are older, you know, and start with them and then work my way backwards, you know. And so I, I'm also trying to interview some of the other people from that time period. Of course, some of them, some of the great history of L.A., Ferris Gallery and those, uh, that's already been done so well. There's nothing really that I can add to that. But for some of these others, and even lesser-known galleries than Felsen, they, 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 you Felsen, know, they've been really crucial to the L.A. history you know, and mm. and as those artists become more famous, people that see them, let's say, at, at Hauser and Worth, it, you know, they don't see where they started, and they don't see how that happened, and I, I thought, you know, and I'm kind of a, a bit of a history buff, you know, always wondering, you know, how these artists came from here, how they went to these schools, and how some stayed, and others went to New York, and, so there's this whole intriguing history here in L.A. that is now getting more and more attention. So, but I think to document as much as, you, as I can uh, these histories sort of from from the horse's mouth, you know, not, not just from, you know, other interviews or,
0: uh, you know,
1: magazine interviews or things like that where you're actually, you know, meeting the people. Because I think that's also very interesting.
0: I think so, too. So this series of, of video interviews, this this will potentially be a television series or a film? What will you do? Well, the,
1: the, the, okay, so I had another thing that I did that was uh, more directed toward a television thing. This is more rough and ready for, archi- for, for an archive. So so it's not going to be like some, you know, exciting thing. It's just going to be talking to them you know, and it's just going to be more dry. And so I have two different projects: the one sort of television series thing that I'm working on, which is a, you know, like anything in television is like, you know, to get it sold, it's like, you know, it's a very small chance. So, right. Uh, so, so, but this other thing I can do, and I, I, there are some, you know, universities and and museums that could take on this you know, these interviews in, for their archives. And so that's kind of more what this Rosamund Feltz and what I just mentioned and some other people that I'm working on to, to, uh, to, to, to interview. And, and uh, I've been around quite a long time in L.A., and I know, you know, a lot of the people. I don't know everybody personally, but I certainly know enough of the veterans from that time period and then I'm just going to work, you know, uh, I've been around a while, too, so then I work kind of sort of more toward my generation. And, you know, there's some, there's a critical group of galleries that are now all out of business. Uh, you know, either they retired or, you know, that they moved on to something else uh, that came out of the 90s that's also really interesting. You know, there's, a, 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 you know, that, you know, started a whole new kind of wave of artists. And so I, I'll be... Hitting up those people uh, next, you know, the next uh, mm-hmm. sort of generation, and and then moving you know closer and closer to you know to today, you know. But I think uh, I think what's so interesting about it is that you have uh, not, there's kind of a, a lack of awareness historically to younger artists and curators and such. There, I don't want to say everybody, but in in general, when I meet people and talk to them, and they don't know some of these these things, you know. Like, for instance, I met with some students from an art school, and, um, you know, and I mentioned an artist that's so famous, show, you know, had a show at the Guggenheim not too long ago, big solo show at LACMA, and, and I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to make the school sound bad, but but they didn't even know he went to school there, you know. And and it's like one of the most famous artists to come out of LA and things like that. You know, it's like, you know, I think that's important. And why you know, is that?
0: That, that? That's interesting. and seems very odd to me. You think the school would know uh, how, how could they not know? Um, I don't know. Oh. It,
1: it, I I would, I would make it to say like, if you were, a, you know, a physicist, and you went to school at Princeton, and you don't know that Einstein taught there. You know, <laughs> you know that that kind of thing. You know, because this artist is so famous, and but maybe they they don't equate it. I don't know. That that's one I can't answer. But you know, I I know that, and I, you know, uh, am interested in that. You know, I'm interested in those things of like, you know, how a school moves through different you know, periods in their history and how they become more famous for their art program and, uh, and so other does programs. Does it have anything
0: to do with, like, professional jealousy? Does that enter into it? I mean, I don't know exactly what happens between academia and the art world. You, you'd think schools would be proud, but is there another element at work? Because that seems a very strange oversight.
1: I don't know. I can't answer that. I, I, I don't think it's that, or maybe they're just trying to push into a different kind of concept, you know, because I think in art, you know, um, things, you know, in a way kind of move in and out of popularity. You know, we had, That's true. We it happened here in L.A. With, with who now are all like with every biggest gallery in the world and have shows all over the world is the Light and Space artists. You know, Light and Space is a, like James Trill, uh, Robert sure. Irwin, Larry Bell and others. And and they were out of favor for for quite a while. I mean, it wasn't like they were totally out of favor, but certainly the the second tier ones were having were struggling. And now some of those second tier artists are showing with Warner and you know and Gogos. No, not Gogos. I don't think he shows any. But but like Hauser uh, and Worth and Pace and others. And so the thing is, you know, a, a, a core of them never completely like ran out of popularity but there were others that were just thought as like you know I don't know things change and all of a sudden you know there's a couple shows and there something happens in Europe and then and then you know and then all of a sudden everybody's like on board again and then you know it solidifies itself as something that you know will probably go on for a long time because simply you know it's inter becomes really international
0: and right, so, right, and, uh, and in, in, in in the gallery space, of course, you're showing younger and older artists. We've been talking about your your interest in history and kind of contextualizing this, LA and um, and, and artists that have have been around for quite a while. In the in the gallery space itself, you're showing uh, a variety of artists, right, from artists that are that are quite young to to absolutely. some of the ones you've been you've been talking about.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I I think you know I don't I don't want to. I I mean the beauty of like not having a specific thing other than your own ideas, you know, that's kind of what it is. It's it's a space based on the ideas that I have that I wanna be you know, to present to other people and and and, and you know, educate them about things and, and and that may mean a younger artist that I think is really interesting and you know, and, and kind of you know, I probably would show you know, younger artists that may relate to some of these other artists that I'm, you know, thinking about. So, so these kind of things are, I think, interesting, you know, I'm, I don't like to jump on somebody else's bandwagon, you know, that, and, and so, you know, I think that, that's important. And, you know, and it really comes down to the art, ultimately, there's, there's a lot of good artists, you know, in LA. Uh, Historically, there've been really good ones. And, now there are even more artists because it's become kind of a hub, and 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 uh, you know, uh, and so I, I think you know, but to have been, you know, there when things were happening for these artists, or you know, or you know, or at least knowing about it as a as a young student or whatever, uh, and being interested in it, you know, and seeing it like sort of rise to to, to the top, you know, it it's been a whole journey and. And so uh but it's to me it's often very interesting how those things happen. And and to meet people. I, I have a, a collector friend, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the locker piece by Chris Burden. Where sure. He, he went, and, and that was
0: the college piece, putting himself in a locker for what was it, twenty four yeah. hours. Is right? I
1: think it was like almost like a week. I'm I'm not sure of the details, but week, uh, there yeah. was there was there was a, a collector uh uh of mine uh of a gallery, you know where I worked and, and or my gallery actually and and so i and and you know we we became friends and and so she was telling me you know uh, about uh the story about you know this, and I knew about the story already, but what what I didn't know is the photo that's in every publication that's her photo she took that photo so what what happened her her name's Diane Zlotnik and and she's you know. Uh, very old and 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 but still is pretty sharp and she was collected for 60 70 year i mean a long time uh dating back into to the 50s and uh she uh heard from somebody hey there's this crazy guy down in Orange County she lived out here i think in Studio City which is you know kind of close to Hollywood and 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 uh she drove down there and, and then took that photo. And, and so okay. these kind of things are, 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 you know, intriguing. And, you know, to me, it's like, you know, how, uh, you know, that part of the story I think is also really interesting that, you know, uh, that he did that, of course, and the students that saw him. And you can hear, uh, there's a beautiful documentary on on, on Chris Burden. Uh, I think you can see it on Netflix or Hulu. And he, you know, you can hear, like, some of the, the I guess they made, he made some recordings of him talking to people, you know, say, "Hey, are you in there? We heard about this, or whatever kind of thing." Uh, you know, it's fantastic. And then there's this photo, you know, this this photo, and it happens to be this collector who took the photo, you know, and and has these, and and that might be part of the documentary as well, you know, is to find some of these collectors that um, that you know how they went about you know, buying the work or discovering it and these kind of things. And, you know, especially when they're getting older, you know, they're not going to be around forever. So you want to catch them before, before you know, it's too late. And, you know, and I love these histories. And it's been told to me through people like Diane Slotmakers, uh, uh, one of these, uh, an artist who taught at, at Claremont. Um, his name was Michael Brewster. and He, he passed away. But he was part of uh, this space that Chris Burden and, and uh, started with, with some other artists in Orange County. It was called Space. And so there was sort of an artist collective gallery of UCI students. But it wasn't only UCI students because this other guy went to Claremont. And so, he, so there was this kind of intermingling of like schools and, 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 and students. Of course, there wasn't a lot going on. So if someone heard about something cool, they would, they would make the drive, you know. And so he became part of that. He was telling me that one of the coolest things outside of all the Chris and crazy things that he did there, um, historical things, but there was like a woman, I don't even remember the name, uh, but this woman who was part of, you know, one of the artists, part of the space, she did like a dance performance that you could see through a peephole. So basically they made a peephole in the door of the gallery and the gallery is almost, you know, no lights in it, and she was dancing, but she was actually on roller skates. But because it was dark and you couldn't, through the people, you really couldn't see her feet. Um, it looked like she was sort of floating. And these wonderful, you know, histories. If you can find these people that tell these stories, you know, because as students, I'm sure they did. I mean, in those days it would cost a fortune to have a video. You know, do video stuff record it and and preserve it and then if even if you preserved it you probably never you know things don't get transferred to the the right you know it's on one inch tape or something so all of these things I think are so important to capture you know these stories and I, I mean I know so many of them because I've met so many people over the years and 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 but I wouldn't want also to hear it from them not just me you know secondhand you know
0: so, and, uh, and in the space that you have now, you mentioned that part part of the reason you have the kind of flexibility you have there is there's also, and I guess why it's n- not quite a gallery or an alternative space or something in between is you said there was sponsorship. Is that from collectors yeah, that allow you to have that that it's, flexibility? It's actually, that's a kind of wonderful, you know.
1: Yeah, it's actually from the owner of the building, you know. So he's you know, um, he's sort of like. The, the sponsor of the building to, to, to us, and then we use the building. So uh, so that does make it easier, you know, because <laughs> it's funny because two doors down from, from the gallery, is, which I didn't even know it was this fancy clothing store. It's called Dover Street Market, and apparently it's like this thing out of, out of Tokyo, of all places, and they sell super high-end clothing, and I always see kids lined up, they're like, you know, and, uh, during the day like to get in and apparently they release new kind of things there and it's also really into street streetwear or something And which I know all very little about but an artist who was visiting the gallery told me, God, you know, you're so lucky to be next to this store and they actually have, now they're I think starting to do little art installations in there so maybe, maybe I should do some partnering up with them because they have a really great draw over Street Market, and you might, might look it up. I
0: I didn't know much well, about wow. it. But does, but does yeah. that mean that you know? Just uh, we talked a, a beginning at beginning the, at the beginning of this interview about gentrification. Um, oh, that's that sounds. It sounds like creeping gentrification, and that and that, yeah. that the space yeah, that, is, and is and in and danger.
1: Well, yeah, it's all in danger, and and to, and in between in between the gallery, and that space is is a. Like an industrial space that probably looks at as the gallery as being gentrification, you know. It's like, and the, you know, it, but but uh, but it, it's it, yeah. They're, they're, it's funny because it's so incredible how you'll have the Soho House, and then you know right below the Soho House, there's like a, 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 a this casting house that a lot of artists use. Like it's sort of heavy, you know. Uh, Industrial casting, and then some artists use it because it's, you know, it's it's fairly reasonable to do stuff there, and we're, you know, just down the street from the Soho, I mean, couldn't be more opposite, and and right. and so it, it's really it's really kind of at the point of where, uh, you know, like half of its, you know, it's like a third and a third and a third, you know, it's like third of it is like just what was there, 20 years ago, and they're still there. And then there's sort of transitional things, and then there's these super fancy, you know, new buildings, and you know, and and you know, uh, uh, you know, like fancy uh, 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 boutiques, and 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 then also like you know, uh, we call them like uh, like you know, very fancy, like more fancy than Whole Foods, you know. So where they have right, all right. like specialty foods, and that there's an audience there for it, you know, a lot of the studios that walks are, you know, mostly not occupied by artists anymore. They're, you know, they're built out for, you know, whatever, whoever can afford that over there. So it's interesting. And then there's right. a lot of really nice restaurants downtown. So it's, it used to be downtown, there'd be like, you know, Little Tokyo and then a sprinkling of little cafes and a few other things. And, you know, and, and that was it. And, and now the restaurants downtown are as good as, what, over here is more expensive than the west side. You know, it's like Santa Monica, right. Palisades, or, you know, whatever. They have, They have, well, sometimes they just have another restaurant from the same, you know, people downtown. And and they're, right. in a way, they're nicer downtown because there's more room. They can, like, do more. It's not all cramped. So uh, sure. it's weird, you know, having started going downtown in galleries in the early 80s. So I, I go way back, you know, and so I, I right. know what, what it was like back then and, and how it's changed. And it, well, I'm, and, I'm so it, glad
0: to hear about this space and these projects and what's coming up, and um, I, I, I want to ask you one more question about the book you're reading, which you've hinted at, and I don't know if you can mention the name because it might give away some of what you're thinking. No, your no, 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 it's it's
1: not, it's not the show that, that I'm planning, but it's it's in from the same period, and the name of the book is called, let me look here, Jack Goldstein, uh times or x ten thousand and and he was a really critical artist uh from the 70s that went to cal arts and and so uh so i'm i'm i just started it so i'm gonna go through and and see uh you know what uh, what what he what he was doing and what right. was what was the work he was working on and it's uh yeah it's um it's really exciting. It's so exciting. I mean, I could talk another half hour, but I know you're limited on your time, but I, I'm really excited about, you know. And wh- one last thing I wanted to say is that the gallery and this sort of video project I see as a sort of total integration. You know, I'm feeling that, you know, that in a gallery or a nonprofit museum or whoever's showing art, that it, the traditional model of just you know, putting the art on the wall, maybe doing some art fairs and whatever. You know, is not enough. You know, I think that you have to sort of create more energy by doing other things and and uh, and hopefully being able to to have the time and and the money and to, to do all of those things. But you know, it's it's. I think it's real important to kind of you know uh, find a way of of. In a way, it's a promotion, but I, but I, I see it more, not as like a traditional kind of idea of a commercial promotion, but more kind of using the idea of education as sort of promoting the arts, you know, and making it available. I mean, uh, if anything, what I'd like to happen out of doing these interviews is to eventually, you know, because if if it starts really building. You know, I'll need some people working on you know editing the videos and helping with the interviews and such. So you know, I would be looking for a sponsor, you know, to 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 sort of allow me to do more of them. You know, I I have to run the gallery and do the interviews, so it's it's kind of limiting. And and but I think that you know I think there there, there are certainly places that I've already talked to that will take on the the uh, for for a future archive. You know I think that's really important that when you do these kind of things, you know uh you also have to think about where it's going to be in the future, you know ten years from now twenty and 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 more because if you do right. these critical things, you don't want it to to sort of get lost you know and be be on your hard drive and then and then nobody else is <laughs> gone or being on exactly. a website, that being on a website and then you you're gone and then. Nobody, pay, you know, nobody takes over the website, so it has to go to either like a foundation, a university, or or a museum, and that that's that's like like anything else, you know. It's like uh, it has to find a home and, and needs someone that will take care of it in the future. But I think the initial uh, uh, process of building that uh, and getting you know some critical people interviewed, you know, I think. You know, uh, will make it much more attractive to support the idea because they'll be able to see, like, oh God, this is so great, you know. And 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 and, and so far, you know, I've talked to uh, three three people, uh, you know, of, the, of this older generation about it, and they're all like excited because you know a lot of younger people or whoever people in in a position to do this are are simply not asking them. I think. <laughs> And it's it's a shame because there's so much knowledge there, and so much history, you know, and and it's kind of where the rubber meets the road, you know. It's like if you if you you know, or or artists who were in groups, you know, that know each other, and and uh, I think it'll be real exciting if I'm able to to get this other one going with an artist. I think so too. It's a very critical thing, you know. So, anyways, I'll. I'll uh,
0: that's exciting that's exciting well i wish you well on that um it's great to talk about that that project as, as well as the gallery of course and uh exciting to hear that you know another show is up there's there's links in here of course for people who are interested to to make an appointment or visit or find out more and uh carl i, I just want to thank you for talking with me and thank you for the work you've been doing thanks so much and, well, and good thank luck.
1: you so much and and i i you know when you initially invited me i i was uh I was in Europe, and I was sort of stuck over there through the pandemic, or at least part of it. And I'm so glad that, uh, that we could reschedule, and now I'm back in L.A., and it's, it's great.
0: I am, too. Thanks so much again, Carl.
1: All right. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much.
0: You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.